Hello, Malcolm here and welcome. Welcome to Quiet Time Coaching and this daily devotional podcast based on 1 Thessalonians. To quote from chapter 2 verse 12, they're aimed at encouraging, comforting and urging you to live lives worthy of God. Now, on to today's scripture. Today we're in chapter 2, verses 14 and the first part of verse 15. They read, For you, brothers and sisters, became imitators of God's churches in Judea, which are in Christ Jesus. You suffered from your own people the same things those churches suffered from the Jews who killed the Lord Jesus and the prophets, and also drove us out. Before I get into the main point here, I just want to make one, one extra point, which is to say that this passage cannot be used as a justification for anti-Semitism. Paul is not talking about all Jews here. He's talking about the Judaizers and the persecutors of Christians, just as, in fact, Paul had been himself. He's talking about Jewish leaders. Somebody once said, the Jewish leaders loaded the gun, but the Romans pulled the trigger in terms of killing the Lord Jesus. And indeed, we see historically that Jewish leaders have often, over the centuries, opposed the messengers of God. We see that kind of behavior towards the prophets. In the Old Testament, we see that behavior towards Jesus and John the Baptist, in fact. And of course, we see it in particular to uh, that opposition to Stephen in Acts chapter 7. They are hostile to everyone, he says. They want to do a effectively prevent others coming to God is the context here. So this is not anti-Semitic. But instead the focus is on suffering, authenticating the reception of the gospel. Paul himself had suffered terribly in Philippi in Acts 16 before getting to Thessalonica. He'd been stripped, beaten with rods, flogged, put in stocks, in prison. And then there was further problems when he got to Thessalonica in Acts chapter 17. Now, the people in the church in Thessalonica have not only seen him suffer and perhaps sympathized and empathized, but now they have joined him in this authenticating sign of having received the gospel. It's a thought, isn't it, that suffering and opposition are so much part of what it means to be a Christian, and especially in those times. Most of us today don't suffer in this kind of a way although many do around the world in different situations and we should be praying for them and supporting them in any way we can. But in the first century, it seemed to be everywhere, everywhere the gospel went, everywhere gospel messengers went and everywhere someone accepted the gospel, they were suffering. Why is it that although the ultimate victory has been won by the cross and the resurrection, we still see this suffering? Well, N.T. Wright says, the church is charged with implementing the victory that was won there, as in on the cross and at the resurrection. We're charged with implementing that victory, but the powers, they don't like it. They don't have control anymore. The authorities don't want another king. That was true in the first century, but it's still true today. And that's why we face opposition. People can't control Christians. They can't control our king. They can't control his subjects. And that's threatening to so many people. If you're facing opposition, skepticism, 
or any kind of negativity, bear in mind that at least part of the reason is that people feel that you are somebody outside of their control. And hallelujah to that. We don't want to be controlled by people, not even by our own feelings and preferences. We want to be under the benevolent, loving sovereignty of our great God. Pray today to be willing to accept that sovereignty with all your heart, even this very day. Thank you for listening today. It's my hope, to paraphrase chapter 1 verse 3, that your work will be produced by faith, your labour prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For more notes, lessons and resources on these topics, go to my website, malcolmcox.org, and I'll finish with the last phrase of the letter. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Take care and God bless.